long-awaited U.S. government investigation into unidentified flying objects, popularly known as UFOs, has been released. It, it has deflated many expectations of imminent visitation by aliens from outer space. But merely giving credence to the subject of this unknown phenomenon has signaled a religious sea change in the public mind. Mainstream media and Hollywood are on a relentless campaign to normalize alien visitors to our world. By each passing day, the UFO narrative is becoming ever stranger. But that's not surprising because the Bible says great deception will characterize the end times. But the comforting good news in all of this is that God has not changed and Jesus is returning soon to put everything right. The Jerusalem Channel is made with the support of you, our viewers. Thank you for watching. Shalom, I'm Christine Dark. Bible prophecy watchers are witnessing a creepy mythology rising up in our generation that was actually predicted in 1957 by the psychologist Carl Jung. Jung wrote that talk about flying saucers, if we are truly observant, will teach us how legends are formed. You see, in a difficult time for humanity and growing darkness, tales of the supernatural spring up. And not surprisingly, half a century after Jung wrote about myth-making, extraterrestrial heavenly powers are becoming a big popular myth. A recent article in the National Pulse by Joe Allen stated that the relentless reporting about alleged UFOs could be comparable to CIA operatives going on national TV to announce that Catholic relics really do possess spiritual powers or that Eastern idols really are literal gateways to the gods. Not surprisingly, with all of the media hype, a recent Gallup poll found that 33% of American adults believe that some UFO sightings are alien spacecraft visiting Earth from other planets or galaxies. To put that statistic into perspective, evangelical Protestants are only 25% of the population, and Catholics make up 20% of Americans. Yet, 33% believe in UFOs, according to the poll. So in a nation where much of the population rejects Christianity, there's a huge spiritual vacuum just waiting to be filled. And now, demons posing as aliens and angels are all competing to fill that spiritual vacuum. Quite frankly, I was shocked to read that a retired Israeli general named Chaim Ished has claimed that earthlings are in contact with extraterrestrials from a galactic federation. This sounds like pure science fiction, but mainstream news sources for his statements are well documented. Ished was director of space programs for the Israel Ministry of Defense for nearly 30 years. 
1967, he was awarded the Chief of Staff Citation, the highest non-combat decoration awarded by the IDF. Throughout his career, three times, he also received the Israel Defense Prize, the highest civilian defense honor of the State of Israel. But the reasons remain classified. Last year, Eshed became notable for promoting a UFO conspiracy theory, claiming that world governments were secretly working with aliens. Eshed alleged that the UFOs have asked to keep their presence a secret to avoid mass hysteria because humanity is just not ready yet. He was quoted in one of Israel's best-known Hebrew newspapers, saying that aliens are equally curious about humans. He also claimed that the aliens conduct experiments here on Earth and that cooperation agreements had been signed between species, including an underground base in the depths of Mars. Eshed also alleged that the aliens have been waiting for humanity to develop and reach a stage where we'll all be able to understand the Galactic Federation. And in a book, Eshed makes further claims that include stories of how aliens have prevented potential nuclear disasters. But not everybody is as optimistic about aliens as Professor Eshed. In my research, I learned that a history professor at Temple University, David Jacobs, has been studying for decades the so-called alien abduction phenomenon. Jacobs has authored books on the subject of alleged alien abductions, and he believes that the alien abductors are not friendly. His lifelong research has forced him to conclude that aliens have been implementing a sinister program to create a hybrid human race. He alleges that these alien hybrids are being integrated into society in a clandestine manner. But even more bizarre, church leaders are actually working toward bringing aliens into mainstream thought. For example, Pope Francis has said he would be willing to baptize aliens if they showed up at the Vatican. He asked, who are we to close doors to anyone, even to Martians? The Pope said Catholicism is a church of open doors. But the first thing that came to my mind when hearing those quotes to open the church wide to an alien invasion is the New Testament's warnings that we should test spirits because not every spirit is from God. Jesus himself said deception will be the number one characteristic of the end times. Also, Jesus famously said in John 3:16 that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him might not perish, but have eternal life. But the offer to whosoever was made to humans, not to aliens. So how could aliens be baptized into the church? The Christian faith declares eternal life, the eternal life that Jesus the Savior offers us outside of time and outside of human dimensions. But in the world today, the transhuman movement is working to try to bring about eternal life here on earth, but they are deluded. It's not going to happen. Bible prophecy being fulfilled in our generation gives us a more sure word of prophecy that Jesus will come soon. So we don't have to worry about aliens invading or saving the planet. 
Meanwhile, as if on cue from a globalist agenda, the Pentagon has ended its policy of UFO denial and has confirmed that recent Navy videos of alleged UFOs are authentic but unexplained. Recently, the Pentagon upped the ante, stating that the purported flying objects are definitely not the product of secret American technology. The infrared images are of alleged aircraft flying at humanly impossible speeds. And so the only explanations offered is that they're either piloted by aliens or by some superior foreign power on Earth. But a former NASA physicist, Kevin Knuth, has expressed serious doubts that any foreign government could pull it off. Thankfully, by the way, Knuth admitted the possibility that these UFO reports are just a series of elaborate fabrications. And if that's the case, the current wall-to-wall -wall publicity campaign about UFOs can only be interpreted as a sinister psychological operation or a naive or dishonest media narrative control, just as it's been very difficult to get to the bottom of the probable lab origins of COVID-19. The truth is, we can't tell when the media these days is lying or when it is spinning concerning either virology labs or flying objects. And here's the rub. The media has the power to harness the cultural narrative concerning aliens, which the Bible refutes, teaching that they are actually demons masquerading as aliens to deceive. Speaking as a rabbi with the power to pronounce curses, the Apostle Paul wrote in Galatians 1.8 that even if we or an angel from heaven should preach any other gospel to you than what we have preached to you, let him be accursed. Well, the National Pulse article noted that a few voices on the right are questioning the UFO narrative, but the left is steadily crafting a modern myth around aliens. And if and when the crisis over COVID wanes, the media will be directing our attention to the heavens in search of a higher power. And in the absence of solid evidence, imaginations can surely run wild. Amazingly, UFO cult leaders who were dismissed as loony in the past are now receiving validation, not from the fringes of society, but from even a popular former American president turned celebrity. On a recent talk show, Barack Obama has been referring to UFOs. According to one reporter, Obama is spinning the flying saucer narrative in a spiritual direction. Adding to the air of mystery, Obama said in two recent TV shows that there's some things that he just can't tell on air. And he said, we can't explain how they move the trajectory of these UFOs. And after saying that we need to spend a lot more money on weapons to defend ourselves, Obama said out of the blue, and you know, new religions would pop up. New religions? Why would a former president be talking about new religions? Well, it's no accident that last year a documentary was released called The Phenomenon, which was nothing more than a brazen, naked attempt to steer the UFO craze leftward. 
The documentary featured various high-profile government leaders pushing the narrative that we need to understand that we're not alone in the universe and we need to begin to prepare to accept aliens. At the film's conclusion, it was reported that UFOs descended on Zimbabwe, stirring up religious zeal in Africa. A man from Zimbabwe spoke to camera saying, Jesus is passing through Africa. But the visitation culminated with creepy aliens landing on a school playground to inform children that technology is destroying our planet. This is the kind of wild and unproven reporting and deception that Jesus warned would happen in the last days before his second coming. Presented in the film without comment was the notion that the bug-eyed aliens tried to lure the African kids into their spacecraft. The narrator closed by stating, as if it were fact, that we may be sharing this fragile blue-green oasis planet with unknowns. Added to this narrative, I read a recent report in The American Thinker about transhumanism as the new religion because if the progressives say that God is dead, praying to machines will be permitted, perhaps even necessary. But keep in mind that the book of Revelation in the Bible foresaw an image of artificial intelligence that will speak and people will be forced to worship it. Listen to Revelation 13, 15, speaking of the false prophet and the anti-Messiah in the future. The second beast was permitted to give breath to the image of the first beast so that the image could speak and cause all who refused to worship it to be killed. You see how up to date the Bible is? This is a biblical reference to artificial intelligence and to images that will speak and that will be worshipped. That's why transhumanism and the UFO narrative are setting up the world for deception. A recent Associated Press poll found that nearly a fifth of adults in America, that totals about 46 million, say they have just one person or nobody that they can trust for help in their personal lives. Depression and anxiety rates have shot up through the roof ever since the pandemic which forced people into unnatural isolation. And to nobody's surprise, researchers have concluded that the COVID crisis has wreaked havoc on mental health. Time was a caring friend or loved one might sit down and talk a person through trouble with lots of eye contact, empathy, touch of a hand or a warm hug. Now instead, what have people had? Well, there are plenty of apps being designed to simulate interpersonal connection. A number of therapeutic apps are already available. Quite frankly, I was shocked to learn about the Wobot, not the robot, but the Wobot, recently approved by the FDA. The way Wobot reportedly works is that patients cuddle up with their smartphones and then text their innermost troubles and feelings to a touch-screen therapist. The algorithms come to know that person inside out. According to corporate promotional materials, Wobot's breakthrough is its 
ability to form a therapeutic bond with users, to connect positively with technology in the modern world. And according to a recent study, Wobot can achieve a human level bond within three to five days that's reportedly on a par with a real human therapist. Friends, this is transhumanism at its most subtle. And according to the American Thinker article, it's just a matter of time now before similar machine learning programs are incorporated into robotic humanoids who will listen to everyone's crisis and dispense automated gems of wisdom. In fact, that precedent has already been established. Did you know that over the past few years, robotic priests have popped up in various parts of the world? One stands in a Buddhist temple in Kyoto, Japan, a million dollar mechanism that's a silicone incarnation of a goddess. And one of the monks there enthusiastically reported, this robot will never die. It will just keep updating itself and evolving. With AI, he said, artificial intelligence, we hope it will grow in wisdom to help people overcome even the most difficult troubles. This creepy shift extends across many faiths, including even the Protestant, with a retro bot called Bless You Too, which, let's face it, is an idol of sorts, as well as the Roman Catholic talking idol icon, a robot called Santo. And there's even a mechanical Ganesh image in India for worshipers there. This is all a setup in my mind for the talking image that I mentioned that's prophesied in the book of Revelation. And as Joe Allen wrote, these creations with their plastic eyes have no soul. Yet a new generation is being conditioned and groomed to view robots as sentient organic beings. The future is coming on very fast. So how do you think the world of those who are left behind will explain the mysterious, sudden, and utterly terrifying event when millions of true believers disappear at the event known as the rapture, when Jesus promised to descend in the atmosphere to remove his completed church at the time of the fullness of the Gentiles and at the time when Israel is to be restored. Well, the big lie will be something like all those evangelicals disappeared because they were abducted away by alien ships or something to that effect. When the Apostle Paul wrote to the Thessalonians, he explained that God will send upon the unbelieving world a strong delusion so that they will believe the lie. In fact, in 2 Thessalonians 2.11, Paul wrote that because people refuse to love the truth and so be saved, for this reason God will send upon them a deluding influence so that they will believe the lying narrative that they're told. No doubt all sorts of weird explanations will be given. And for sure, one explanation for the mass disappearance of believers will be UFOs. Such a narrative has been building for decades. Even before the movie Close Encounters of the Third Kind came out in 1977, the forces of darkness had been busy laying the groundwork for a mass deception. In 1997, 
the terrible suicide of the Heaven's Gate community in California brought the presence of UFO movements another step into public awareness. And now we are increasingly being bombarded with information about UFO sightings. The Bible teaches that there are indeed extraterrestrial beings, but in fact, they belong to the angelic world of spirits. And many of them are incredibly deceptive. The Bible teaches that spirits can assume human forms. For example, Hebrews 13.2 says, Don't neglect to show hospitality to strangers, for by this some have entertained angels unaware. Satan himself is an angelic being, but a fallen one. 2 Corinthians 11.14 informs us that Satan even disguises himself and masquerades as an angel of light. And in John 8.44, Jesus describes Satan as a liar and the father of lies. That's why Bible scholars and eschatologists believe that Satan, no doubt, is preparing the UFO phenomenon as a cover-up to try to explain away the rapture when it suddenly happens. The argument will be, oh, those conservatives, those Bible-believing bigots, they had to be removed for the good of the planet. But during the time in the future that the Bible prophesies will be an unprecedented period called the Great Tribulation, some souls who are destined for redemption will refuse to accept the big lie. And in God's mercy, they will hear the solid preaching of 144,000 Jewish evangelists who are prophesied and introduced in Revelation chapters 7 and 14. The truth of the gospel will also be preached by God's two mega witnesses. They are introduced in Revelation chapter 11. The two witnesses will also be preaching powerfully in Jerusalem, accompanied by great signs and wonders. By the way, one of the two witnesses is believed by many scholars to be Elijah, who will return to earth since his return is prophesied and he never died. Elijah has been kept in heaven all this time. And Malachi 4 or 5 prophesies, Behold, God says, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. The Bible doesn't tell us exactly how Elijah will return, but we know many souls will be saved during the great tribulation period because Revelation 7-9 records that at that time a great multitude which no man can number from every nation and tribes and peoples and tongues will stand before the throne and before the Lamb of God. I'm so grateful for the continuing mercy of God because millions who will miss the rapture will have the opportunity to hear the truth preached through these preachers and they will refuse to take the cursed mark of the beast. Without that mark, they won't be able to buy or sell and they will become martyrs, but they will also spend eternity with the Lord. I believe the closer we come to the time of the rapture, the more UFOs will be in the news, creating a demonic smokescreen. And since demons can masquerade as aliens, UFOs will continue to be a ruse to disguise satanic activity. So now, after decades of secrecy, the U.S. government is willing to declare the existence of UFOs. And I believe this is all part of deceptive preparation for the end times. 
And as I said, the event described in the Bible as the rapture is when God will remove born again followers of Jesus from the earth prior to the terrible time of judgment and the outpouring of God's wrath. In Revelation 3.10, Jesus made this promise. He said, because you have kept the word of my patience, I also will keep you from the hour of trial, that hour which is to come upon the whole world, to try them, to test those who dwell upon the earth. This event called the rapture is scriptural, although, as I've said many times, the word rapture is not found in the English Bible, but it is found in the Latin Bible, the Vulgate. And furthermore, the New Testament Greek word used to describe the rapture is harpazo, meaning to be caught up, to snatch away, as clearly expressed in 1 Thessalonians 4, 17, where the Apostle Paul said, then we who are alive and remain will be caught up together with the resurrected dead in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we shall always be with the Lord. So this is not a new doctrine. It's a biblical doctrine revealed in the New Testament. My question is, are you ready for the Lord's appearing in the clouds? These are dangerous days. If you're not ready, all you need to do is simply acknowledge you are a sinner in need of the Savior and ask the Lord to forgive you, then repent. That means to turn from sin and begin to follow the Lord and simply trust Him to save you. And as the church age winds up and we increasingly hear of UFO sightings, please understand that the weird and creepy things happening now are nothing compared to the horrors that will be unleashed when God pours out His wrath on a Jesus-rejecting world a world whose iniquity has become full and all this could happen within our lifetime. Nobody is guaranteed tomorrow. That's why I urge you not to delay calling upon the Savior's name. So what must you do to be safe? The Bible says, believe in your heart that Jesus died to pay for your sins and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. That's it. Oh, what a Savior. How shall we escape? if we neglect so great a salvation. Well, in the meantime, I want to invite you to visit our website, exploits.tv, which brings you news on current and end-time events, and at our website, jerusalemchannel.tv, and our YouTube site, you'll find a library of videos 24-7, and we also invite you to sign up for our free electronic magazine called Exploits, based upon Daniel 11.32, declaring the people who know their God will be strong and carry out exploits. We're going to fulfill the works of the Lord in the remaining time before His imminent return. Feel free to share your thoughts with me on social media and download our free Jerusalem Channel mobile app for your phones or tablets where you can watch our video library anytime. I'll always be contending for the faith and praying earnestly for the peace of Jerusalem. Let's pray without ceasing. The grace of the Lord be with you. Maranatha, even so, come Lord Jesus. I'm Christine Darg. Shalom.